Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'one Te'elem and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, episode 60. It's that time again for the other text portion of this podcast. The following is the recitation of Kol Chamira and the Yehiratzon, the blessings that are said before the search and the night before the burning, and then what is said after the burning of the Chametz for the upcoming holiday of Pesach. For those of you who are newer to this podcast and are wondering about the sooner upcoming holiday of Purim, the Megillat Esther recitation episode was done last year, and you can hear more about that in episode number 11. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about these blessings. Blessing before the search for chametz. Baruch Ata Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Asher Kidshanu B'mitzvotav V'tzivanu Al Bi'ur Chametz. The following Kol Chamira is said after the search is completed the night before the burning to nullify any chametz that we might have overlooked. Kol Chamira V'chamia Deika Virshuti Dela Chamite Udela Viarte Udela Yedana Lei Libatel Vilehave Hefker Keafra De Ara all leaven or anything leavened which is in my possession, which I have neither seen nor removed, and about which I am unaware, shall be considered not and ownerless as the dust of the earth. The chametz, including the ten pieces that you might have used the night before, should be burned in a special fire on the morning of the 14th of Nisan before the end of the fifth proportional hour of the day. Following this, one should recite the following declaration of Kol Chamira, which is a slightly different version than before, nullifying any remaining chametz. Kol Chamira Vechamia de Ika Virshuti de Hazite Udela Hazite de Hamite Udela Hamite de Arte Udela Vearte Libatel Vilehave Hefker Ke'afra de'ara. All leaven, or anything leavened, which is in my possession, whether I have seen it or not, whether I have observed it or not, whether I have removed it or not, shall be considered not and ownerless as the dust of the earth. 
This Yehiratzon is also said during the burning of the Chametz after the Chol, the Kol Chamira. Yehiratzon milfanecha Adonai Eloheinu Velohe Avotenu Keshem Sha'ani Miva'er Chametz Mibeti Ume Rishuti Kach Teva'er Et Kol Hachitzonim Ve'et Ruach Hatum'a Ta'avir Min Ha'aretz Ve'et Yitzrenu Hara Ta'avirehu Meitanu Vititain Lanu Lev Basar Laavdecha Beemet Vikol Sitra Ahara Vikol Haklif Pot Vikol Harisha Beeshan Ashan Tichle Vitaavir Memshelet Zadon Min Haaretz Vichol Hameikim Lash Hina Tivaarem Beruach Ba'er Uveruach Mishpat Kishem Shebi'arta Et Mitzrayim Ve'et Eloheim Bayamim Hahem Bizman Hazah Amen Selah May it be your will, Lord our God and God of our fathers, that just as I remove the chametz from my house and from my possession, so shall you remove all the extraneous forces, purge the spirit of impurity from the earth, eradicate our evil inclination from within us, and grant us a heart of flesh to serve you in truth and all in the Sitra Archa, and all the Klipot, and all the wickedness, destroy in smoke, and abolish the rule of evil from the earth. And all those who distress the Shechina, remove with a spirit of destruction and of judgment, just as you annihilated Egypt and its idols in those days at this time. Amen. Selah. Just first to go over a few logistics, for B'dikat Chametz, the search of the Chametz, it's customary to place 10 pieces of bread in various places right before the search so that the one who searches will find them. Other customs include doing a real thorough search of your home and closets and bags, etc. during the time after the recitation of the bracha and looking seriously for any Chametz that might have been overlooked. The search is done by candlelight, checking all hidden places and even cracks. 
Between the blessings and the kol chamira, there is meant to be no speaking about anything that is not relevant to the search. The chametz gathered during the search should be carefully retained so as not to be crumbled or spread further. And customarily, we have seen a wooden spoon, feather, and paper bag collect the 10 pieces, all of which is meant to be burned or eaten before the designated time, which you can ask your local Orthodox rabbi about the morning of the 14th of Nisan. When the eve of Pesach coincide with Shabbat, the search and removal of chametz are moved up to Thursday evening and Friday morning, respectively. Now, the Baal Hatanya, who was the founding rebbe of the Chabad Hasidic dynasty, indicated that chametz, leavened bread, is not just referring to the physical unleavened bread, but it's also symbolic of gaiva, a.k.a. arrogance and ego. When we think of someone who is arrogant, what immediately comes to mind is someone who is self-centered, thinks they are the ones that know what is right and that no one else's opinion matters, and have an, inflate, an overinflated sense of self, and put others down or blame those around them without taking any of their responsibility. People get intimidated or annoyed by those types of people and don't really want to have anything to do with them. And actually, one of the main signs that you are an arrogant person, since it's not always as obvious to people as one might expect, is that you don't have many deep, meaningful relationships. While all this may be accurate, what people don't take the time to acknowledge is that all of us, at one time or another, have a bit of arrogance about different things at different points in our lives. There is not one person, except maybe Moshe Rabbeinu, who was known as the most humble person, that can say that they have never been arrogant. Speaking of humility, I like how Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg says, being humble doesn't mean thinking less of yourself. It means thinking of yourself less. Arrogance stems from a place of insecurity, where the person tries to put on airs to convince you they are confident about things that they are not actually confident about. This can lead to talking more than usual about a topic to show that they know something, taking full credit for how, how they arrive to where they are, getting upset when things don't go your way, and if it's really bad, blaming others and not taking any responsibility or rationalizing away mistakes and not acknowledging weaknesses. We all have those moments of pride. I was watching the Netflix series Stissel where the bubby was talking about pride and said, a person has to learn to control his pride or else his pride will control him. And they go on to suggest doing foolish errands like asking for nails at a pharmacy so people will laugh at you a little and remind you that you are not all that and that is okay. So when we are going through our homes and our possessions, think of it as another foolish errand to help you not to take yourself too seriously and search inside of ourselves and recognize where, where we have been exclusively holding credit for, for our accomplishments and thinking that it is by my power and strength of my hand alone that I've accomplished this. When we watched our chametz burn, 
we are meant to become humble in the face of anything physical that we might have had a hand in creating, as we see how ephemeral it is. Pesach, you go to complete humility, making your chametz, your arrogance, likened to the dust of the earth. However, then, the time leading up to Shavuos helps rebuild you to the point where we bring the only sacrifice that actually has chametz, where we ensure that we are proud of our accomplishments to a healthy degree and not disregarding the hand that we did have in our accomplishments. How? Because once we recognized what mida, what character trait we have, we can learn how to best present it with the right measure and use it in the right way to the point where we can recognize that it wasn't only us that got us to the point of Shavuot where we could receive the Torah, but a humility that we accepted a covenant with Hashem and were defined as part of a people, not alone, not because we know it all, but because we are stronger as a collective and bringing our strengths together. So with the holiday of Purim coming up, we can start to figure out what masks, what fronts of arrogance we are putting on so that by the time we get to Pesach, we, have, we can make them dust and rebuild over time as true confidence is something you have to cultivate over time by pushing yourself to go outside of your comfort zone, do or understand or experience that which you are insecure about so that you can have those deep, meaningful relationships that you were blocking yourself from until now. May we all be able to have the confidence to acknowledge the changes in ourselves that need to be made in order to see improvements, humility to think of others more, and the ability to connect deeper and in more meaningful, fulfilling ways with the world around us. The learning and recitation for this episode is for the complete Rafua Shalema for Baruch Yosef Ben Esther as well as for the safety of all the people currently without power in this state of emergency here in Texas. May everyone find safety and shelter that is needed for good health. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nursenisa1 n-u-r-s-e-n-i-s-a the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining okay.